0: Hey guys, welcome to Waiting Tables. This is a podcast designed to be a place for venting about customer service positions from either people that are currently in customer service positions or the lucky few that got out. Most of us have had the distinct pleasure of working in some form of customer service in our lives. As such, you would imagine customers would be understanding, compassionate, and just generally easy to interact with whilst we're at work, seeing as how they most likely are going to get it. Shockingly, customers often are not. This podcast is going to explore what it is like to be on the receiving end of these emotions and demands from customers. And it's going to end with advice on how we can all do better when it comes to interacting with one another, whether you be a customer or the employee. I'm Kate Gaffney. I'm the host, and I'm just really excited to release this into the world. This has been a labor of love for a very long time. And to my friends and family and everybody that has stood by me during the development of this process, I'm super grateful and I can't wait for you to hear it. This is a teaser episode with just snippets of some of the many lovely interviews I've been able to do. Yeah, we're releasing it before the end of the new year or before the beginning of the new year and the end of this year, because I just wanted to do a little bit of a nod to everybody working in customer service. since most of us are still working over the holidays. Most of us don't get this time off. And most of us in order to even be hired for the customer service position that we took, were not able to take the time off. And we're told, you know, if you want this job, you are available on Christmas and New Year's and Thanksgiving and Halloween and all of the all of the fun holidays. So since most of the Podcasts are on hiatus during this time and most customer service people are still trudging along to their jobs. I thought, why not release this first full episode will be the following Monday, which will actually be, I believe the 30th of December. So yeah, thank
1: you guys so much and just uh, please enjoy. The thing people don't get about customer service is you have to be able to handle a situation under pressure. Mm. And you have to look like it doesn't phase you at all.
2: So true. So true. And
1: that's why Christmas season oh, it's the worst. is the worst, the worst season. I think that's why I'm traumatized and I hate the holidays now. <laughs> Straight up. Because hear you hear Christmas music from October to January. Oh, yeah, because you played it in the store, huh? Yeah. Ugh. As a waitress, I will never like after sunday service people okay because churchgoers are so rude to you as a waitress and i don't like people around the holidays shoppers around the holidays Mm. because it's so fake to me
0: interesting when you
1: work in customer service you see how fake everyone is because they rush in they need a gift for their kid's teacher or their aunt's cousin's brother and they don't Think about what they're buying. They just want you to help them get the cheapest thing possible. That's the nicest thing possible.
2: And I had this. We went through many managers, but we had this one manager who worked there for years. God bless Jim. (laughs) And Jim, you know, he talked like this. Really affected, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And Jim overheard me once. I I came to a table. I rattled off like eighteen specials, and the couple at the table, they go, Oh, are you our waitress? And I said, well, I'm not Zorro. (laughs) And my manager happened to be at the back of the room and overheard me. And he's like, Shauna, can I talk to you for a minute? And I'm like, yes. And he's like, you can't tell your, our customers. You're not Zorro.
0: I came here on new year's Eve, 2014, going into 2015. And I, uh, and I, I, I had a show that night when I pulled into town and paid me fifty dollars to perform at some Irish pub for New Year's Eve and I was like, Psh, I'm already I made it getting paid. <laughs> like this is gonna be easy. <laughs> and it was not. I don't I even like-
2: understand what happened to this day. She just didn't like what I she didn't like I wasn't moving fast enough and I wasn't smiling enough for her. And I so really she want told you to name her, her assistants to remove me and was real horrible. I mean, it was like horrible. Like, her assistant, one of her assistants came and apologized to me because she was so
0: nasty. So, Jaya was working a book signing. Do you mm-hmm. want me to name her? Well, I. Okay, if you don't want to, we're not naming well, her. Well, wait, can we? Like, just yes, it hear happened this. to you. Who knows? You know, this is a very popular, very successful book. She might hear it. <laughs> a platypus. <laughs> <laughs> David, this is not a fucking science podcast. Uh, Can we keep talking about okay. your fucking credentials? Which, by the way, I don't even know if they qualify you for this because it's so all over the place. I know, David. So you're in college. So I'm in college. Yeah. So, sorry, I'm going to do this away from. The oh water. God, he's opening a water bottle. It it's just unaware. This he's also a producer, which I mentioned in the intro, and doesn't oh. seem to be. Aware sound and now he's just gulping as well. oh this is the best podcast ever probably ever you know like 42 and steve was like hey let's go over to their student section like they had just scored michigan had just scored mm-hmm. and he's like let's go to their student section and like let's just like um he's like we'll do the flips over there and i was like we're like steve is that a good idea <laughs> Steve I mean, through, Steve. I'm mean, i like looking at hindsight in the future Steve and I'm telling you right now this is not a good idea <laughs> so so we walk over there all six of us we go over there and they're like one two three whatever so like what so yeah so we, that means we have like at least seven, seven right each. yeah get to the we get through like you know like that third one and I'm like this it's is not it. looking good right <laughs> So
2: you get no, and the, and so I so I came back and I was like what the fuck is this and then I told them I I was like, by the end of the year, I was like, I'm done by the end of the year. I was way too fucking nice. I said, I'm, I will stay and I will work expo because I know until you find someone, I will train whoever you need me to find because apparently it's so difficult brain surgery. Yeah. And I was like, so I will be there and I will train whoever you need me to train and I will work until the end of the year and then I'm done out. And then I remember having a discussion with one of the girls who is a server who became a manager. I remember like crying to her in the office because she was like, I don't know. I remember we had a discussion and she's like, honestly, I'm afraid one day you're not going to show up because you have zero, you have zero need to. Oof. And she's like, and I was like, well, and she's like, but I know you wouldn't do that, but yeah, she's like, but you. I'm afraid. And I'm like, that's yeah, exactly. Cause I was like, well, f- I can't, I would feel too bad.
0: Yeah. And that's the thing is they, they can exploit that. Exactly. Especially, oh, they exploited here. the
2: shit out of me. And granted I let it happen sure. because I was like, no, it's, I'm I'm going to feel too bad because it's not, all of my friends are going to be affected. Sure. All of my friends and servers that have nothing to do what's happening. It's be- this is between me and the owners who have, they don't want to talk to me about it. To the point that my last shift, one of the owners was working. He was managing that day and it was my last shift and he was like, hey, so I know, you know, it's been really great having you here. We've really appreciated everything you've done for us. I know the last few months have been, uh, and he kind of gave me, so at the beginning, he kind of gave me a hug and then he kind of started slowly backing away and I, cause I was just staring at him like, uh-huh, <laughs> uh-huh. And he's just sort of bad. They've been a little, uh, little weird guy. A little and then weird. he kind of did like wink in a gun. Yeah. Like a little gun thing, like, Ooh, and then backed into his office. And I was like, yes, yeah, you bitch. <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know what you've done and you know that I know.
1: Then I went back to New York and I was like, I need to get on Broadway. And I ended up uh, getting a job as a cocktail waiter. After This is after I got fired. I was a cocktail waiter at this dive bar called Pieces okay. in the village. Okay. And uh, this dive gay bar. And that was all under the table. Mm. I don't care if they get in trouble. Um, <laughs> you should. You <laughs> should.
0: So you were paid like you weren't even paid hourly. It was all just like cash. It was cash table. tips only. Ooh, I don't wee. think I was
1: paid hourly at all. No, so, no, so you no, weren't no.
0: even. They didn't even acknowledge that they had employees. It was just like here's some cash. Yeah. Holy shit. Well, it was cash only bar. Oh, oh, they were doing all kinds of things. Uh-huh. Did you ever see stuff in the back where you were like, they're doing more than serving beer? No. Oh,
1: like the back room?
0: No, like were <laughs> you like this? <laughs> we're gonna move past that. Okay, great. So you worked at pieces. <laughs>
1: And uh, can I swear on this podcast? Absolutely. Yes. My mom literally said when I was 13, uh, two things that stood out. It's like we all shit out of the same hole, <laughs> which is true.
0: It's a fact.
1: Even Joe Rogan has to go to the bathroom once a day.
0: <laughs> at so, Minimum. Minimum uh, that, yeah. for that dude's diet. Well,
1: probably with all the elk meat he eats probably <laughs> yeah. more than once a day. But even Chris D'Elia has to go number two. Yeah. I have to go number two. You have to do it. Yeah. And then she said, Earl, there's always someone with a bigger dick in the room. Wow. Which, you know, when I, I took that literally. So when I was like 14, <laughs> You're I'm like, like which guy? one? Yeah, which that one? guy looks like he has a big dick. <laughs> uh, 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 so, but I was raised around respect. Mm. So when I feel disrespected, you know, I tend to speak out wh- where most you. people wouldn't.
0: Well, the stakes, I feel like when, like for most of us in customer service, like we, I mean, thank God that the job that I have now, like we, we get to, we have a little piss and vinegar. We get to say a few things, but for the most part in every customer service job I've had, it's like, yeah, the customer might not always be right, but you better not have any retaliation when, or any sort of retort when they say anything to you. You just have to smile and nod. And if you do have some sort of retort, be prepared to be fired. And so, because you had the advantage of like, if they fired you, you weren't, you still could pay your rent. That, that helps. So, you actually become the voice of all the people who can't say those things. So, your coworkers probably worshiped you because they were like, fuck, he's saying the things we wish we could say. Because when you have that person on the staff with you, you're like, where is that person? I want them to say this thing to this person.